Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hi, this is Bill Brown of the Houston Astros. Rob can't take your call right now because he's on a deep drive out of here. You're in your windup. Here's your pitch. Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan. For the fans of the Houston Astros, here is your host, Rob Fontenot. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Astros Baseball. It looks like we are going to have baseball, folks. The owners and the players association, they couldn't agree on anything. They were going back and forth, back and forth. They couldn't agree on anything. Manfred has been threatening them, saying, if you don't agree on something, I am going to just implement a season myself because we're going to have baseball. And that's what happened. They couldn't agree. Manfred stepped in yesterday, we're going to have baseball. Is it 100% that we're going to have baseball? No, but it's really close. Is it 100% that if we do have a season that it's going to even finish? That is also a no because of COVID-19. COVID-19 is back. Not that it ever went away, but it is back. And it could affect us finishing the season. So that's what we're going to talk about on this episode. The first half, we're going to talk about what Manfred implemented. And then the second half, we will talk about COVID-19. So let's start off with number of games is 60. 60 games. That's not a lot, folks. It's not a lot of games. You cannot have a season like the Washington Nationals did and make the playoffs. It's not going to happen. It's not enough games. So you have to be good. You have to start out strong. You cannot start out badly. Opening day will be on July 24th. Today is June 23rd. One month and one day opening day. That's pretty exciting. Spring training will start on July 1st. That is next Wednesday. So next Wednesday, spring training 2.0 will start. We had all this talk about playoff teams being 16. 16 playoff teams, which is over half the league. It was 14 for a time before that. But they couldn't agree, so they're back at 10. 10 playoff teams, just like last year. Uh, Full prorated pay. They agreed on their prorated pay in March, and that's what they're going to get. 
and it comes out to 37% of their full season salary. You look at someone that makes $10 million a year, they're going to make $3.7 million. Is there is this 100% chance that there is a season? And the answer was no. And the reason is the players could go on strike. If they don't go on strike in the next couple of days, we're good. 100% season, it's going to happen. The playoff format stays the same. Like I said, it was going to be 16 and 14. Now we're down to 10. And it looks like, it looks like from the story I read, and I believe this is for social distancing and trying to minimize contact with each other, but it looks like they're going to use that runner on second base when they get in the 10th inning. Because it looks like they don't want to play extra long games and expose the players uh, as, uh, more than they have to. So one thing about it, I mentioned it before, but if that guy on second, let's say he's on second, the next guy comes up, hits a ground ball to center field, and the guy scores, that run will not be charged to the pitcher. So that seems pretty fair. So Jeremy Frank, who was on the podcast a couple of episodes ago, he tweeted something out yesterday that I found very interesting. So I want to share this with you. It is each team's worst 60-game stretch. So last year, the worst that they did in any 60 games from either the beginning to the 60, the middle 60, the last, whatever it is, the worst 60-game stretch of last year. And it's interesting what happens. So the worst, let's go with the American League first. The worst 60-game stretch for the Yankees, 37-23. and 23. That was as bad as they did. The Astros, 35 and 25. It's the worst 60 game stretch. Minnesota, 31 and 29. Cleveland, 30 and 30. Tampa Bay, 29 and 31. Now, for some reason, off the top of my head, I can't remember if Cleveland made the playoffs. I just can't. It seems like they did. It seems like they played Tampa Bay in the wild card, but I'm not 100% sure. I know the Yankees won their division. Houston won their division. Minnesota won theirs. And I know Tampa Bay was there. I just don't remember if Cleveland was there. But my point is that these guys, their worst season and their record is at the top of the list. These are the top five teams in the American League as far as having the worst record, they have the best worst 60-game stretch, and they all made the playoffs. So the teams that were good, the teams that won their division, they were the most successful teams as far as not having horrible 60-game stretches. And if you look at the National League, the Dodgers, the worst they did, the worst. And so if these guys, if this is the worst that these guys had, their record is going to be better than this. That, 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 I need to point that out to you, too. They're not going to have this record. This is their worst record. 
and they're still pretty good. Houston, 10 games over 500 was their worst stretch. I think we're in good shape if they play like that this year. So the National League, the Dodgers, 35 and 25. Atlanta, 33 and 27. Washington, 27 and 33. Arizona, 27 and 33. And then Milwaukee, 26 and 34. So their top five teams, I think it's the same thing. Four out of the five made the playoffs. So the teams that avoided the worst stretches ended up being the best teams. So hopefully that made sense. So now we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back to talk about COVID-19 and the 2020 baseball season. We'll be right back, folks. You're listening to Astros Baseball. All right, folks, we are back, and now it's time to talk about COVID-19 and the 2020 Major League Baseball season. Before I get into this, I got a special announcement for you. Dr. Jill Weatherhead, an infectious disease expert from the Baylor College of Medicine in Houston, will be back on Astros Baseball this weekend. I'm pretty excited about talking to her this weekend about all of this safety protocol. Will it be good enough or not? In this episode, I'm going to have my own opinions based on what I'm going through in my life, what I'm going through at work. And I kind of think what's happening there is going to happen in Major League Baseball, but that's just my opinion. But this weekend, we'll have an expert. We'll have an expert talking about COVID-19 and how it could affect the baseball season, if the safety protocols are good enough. Pretty excited about it. Go back and listen to the first episode with her. Uh, She's pretty amazing. So anyway, so there's a health and safety protocol, 67-page protocol that the players have to sign off on. And I don't think that's every player. I just think it's the Players Association. And so... Let's go over some of them, the highlights. The players and personnel. So this would be the guys on the bench. This would be the trainers. I don't know about the coaches. It doesn't really specify, but players and personnel that are not in the game. If you're not in the game, you have to sit in the stands and you have to be six feet apart from each other. So there will be social distancing. That's good. We talked about this before, no high fives or fist bumps. Uh, We do that at work. We do the elbow touch. Um, No spitting, no chewing tobacco, no sunflower seeds. That's going to be a big change for a lot of them. The ball will be thrown away after touched by multiple players. The player's temperature will be screened multiple times a day. Anyone testing positive will have to have two negative tests in order to return to the game. So if you you take all of these steps and you look at how we're doing it where I work. I work in a large plant with well over a thousand people. And there are 30 people in my area. So it's Almost the size of a baseball team. 
So you have no high fives or fist bumps. None of us shake hands. None of us do any of that stuff. We don't hug each other like we used to. All of that's gone. We do the elbow high five. That's about it. And we don't even really do that. I mean, people don't even touch each other, really. We have, you have no spitting, no chewing tobacco or sunflower seeds. We have a mask on at all times. And it's very hard to breathe. It's very hard to wear it all day. And like I said, lots of respect for medical, the medical field for having to wear those all the time because it's, it's really rough. Especially if you're doing something, uh, the equivalent of maybe jogging, a little light jog maybe. So no spitting, chewing, sunflower seeds. That's to keep the saliva and the spit from being in the air. And we wear the mask because they're not going to be wearing masks. Where I work, we wear masks. And the people that are that have to be closer than six feet, they have to wear shields. So they are double protected. You have the ball has to be thrown away after being touched by multiple players. So we have a cleaner. We have a, uh, I can't even think of what it's called, sanitizer. We have a sanitizer cleaner, and it smells good. I don't know what it is, but we have to clean our table. We clean, we, we're supposed to clean our table when we leave with it. Our table, our chair, and the makeshift wall that they put around our, our chair. So we have this divider that splits the table up into four. So we're in this high-walled cubicle where we can't breathe on anybody. We're, we're separated as much as possible. And when we get to work, we have to clean our chair, clean our table, clean that wall. But they're supposed to do it when they leave, but it's double. So that's the first thing we do. We clean. And every table has a bottle of that hung up on the top. And each table also has a bottle of hand sanitizer. So we are hand sanitizing a lot and we're cleaning our table two or three times a day. I mean, we're being as safe as we can. So I was just wondering, why can't they just clean the ball with sanitizer? Maybe they just can't get it wet. I don't know. But they're being safe. So I would assume that they would need to eliminate the around the horn. You strike a guy out, you can't go around the horn. You can't do it. You have to throw the ball away every time. The players will have temperature taken multiple times a day. We are screened. When I first went back to work, we were being screened by like a nurse that held the temperature gun to your head. And now they've installed some kind of camera that takes your picture. So you walk through this gated, you know, it's like those straps at the movies. They guide you in and it'll tell you masks. You got to have a mask beyond this point. And then you take your hat or your helmet, whatever you're wearing, you take it off. You look at them and you give them thumbs up. If nothing has changed in your health or thumbs down. And that 
that infrared or whatever it is, it reads your temperature and they tell you, okay, you're good to go. So we get our temperature taken every time we walk in. And if it's bad, they pull them off to the side and they send them to the family health center, which is across the campus. I'm not exactly sure what they do with them after that, but they stop people that are sick from coming in and that's what they're going to do. I mean, you could have Justin Verlander. He's starting, starting pitcher of the day. He walks through, temperature 101, he's out. He's out. And so that so so that's what I'm saying. I, I think it's gonna be a lot, it's gonna be pretty similar to what we have at work. And so here's the downside. I was telling my wife this this morning when I got home. But like I said, we have 30 people. Then there's five teams. Each team has a team leader, and there's five people on each team. So there was somebody, there was two of my guys sitting at a table with somebody that works on another line next to us. And either they had COVID-19 or someone in their family did. Some, either they had it or they were exposed to it. And the two guys on my team, have, have, they had to be gone for 14 days. And then last night, three, well, no, I think it was the day before. Yeah, I think it was three. Three people. One, one at the beginning of the shift because they had symptoms. And two went home. I think two went home early in the day and one went home at lunch. So what I'm trying to say is I have five people on my team. You know how many of them were there yesterday at the end of the day? Zero. None of them. We had to bring people from other lines, other areas to come help us because we didn't have enough people to build. We didn't have enough people to do our job. Everybody on my team was gone. What happens if that happens to our bullpen? I mean, what an unfair advantage someone will have on another team. I know they have a taxi squad. And the taxi squad, I believe, is going to be 20 people. I don't, it doesn't really say anything about, about the, uh, the roster size, but I, I just assume it's still going to be 30. But just think about it. So if you're in my boots... And I do wear boots to work. Wouldn't you feel the same way? Wouldn't you feel the same way? You have 30 people. You have five team leaders who were all, who were all online. Another guy from another area online. And then two other people being team leaders on the line. Because there's so many people gone. But they're being safe. And I wonder if Major League Baseball is going to be that safe as well. If you say that you went to someone's house and their wife had it, you tell them and you don't come to work. They make sure you get tested and they make sure you don't bring it in. But if you see it's coming in. I don't, I don't know if... I don't know what these people did outside of work. I don't know how they got it or if they have it. 
I really don't know. But they have symptoms. They don't feel good, so they send them home. And I think these guys, I think they have to be gone two weeks. I really don't know. But just based on my life at work yesterday, that, that's, that's all I can think of, is this is going to happen in baseball. This is going to happen. I, I don't know how it's not going to happen. All right, so that's it for this episode of Astros Baseball. All of you, be safe. I hope you enjoyed my rant on uh, COVID-19 and why I feel the way I feel. Um, But anyway, stay safe. Wear a mask. I know a lot of people don't want to wear a mask, but wear a mask. Because COVID-19 is getting worse. And and that's another thing we're going to talk to Dr. Jill about. Is it... Is it just worse because there's more testing or is it just worse because it's worse? Is it worse because we opened up too soon? We're going to find out. That, that, I have all those questions for Dr. Jill. But anyway, be safe. Be nice to each other. That's another thing. Be nice to each other. There's so much negativity. There's so much anger. There's so much violence. Our world is in shambles. But hopefully... Baseball coming back will give people other things to do and other things to focus on. But anyway, thanks for tuning in, folks. We'll see you next time. Astros Baseball. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Make sure to subscribe so that way you will be alerted when there is a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.